This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Hey everyone, it is time for Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering your Las Vegas Raiders. Hi, I'm Scott Colbranson, your host, along with my co-host, Mo Moten. He's a senior NFL writer over at Bleacher Report and also the Raiders columnist at SportsNot.com. Follow him on X.com at Mo Moten, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at LV Gully, the show SNB today. Also, one favor, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio and turn on that auto download for us. All right, Mo, let's jump in uh, as we talk about the Raiders. I wanted to start today and it's, you know, so much of what we talk about is we start and you do the same thing where you write about something related to the Raiders and it kind of cues the the conversation. Uh, we talked about it last time, but I wanted to revisit the idea and talk about the Raiders in the red zone, because this is something that I'm seeing fans a lot still talk about even after a win against the, the Patriots. And I did a piece up on sportsnot.com where I looked at it and assigned it uh, not necessarily evenly across three reasons, but of course, one was the quarterback play, two was the inability to run the ball. That's all over the field, let alone in the red zone. And then also uh, the coaching, the fact that you can't really open up the playbook and you can't really uh, get to all your offense if you can't A, run, and B, your quarterback isn't being efficient. So you look at this issue with red zone scoring for this Raiders team. Again, for touchdowns, they rank 25th in the league in touchdowns in the red zone. Not good. Um, When you look at this and see what's going on with the offense, I know everybody wants to assign blame to Josh McDaniels for play calling, but I'm actually going to defend him a little bit. Now, I know there are Uh-oh. times when he does things that seem insane, but I'm going to defend him a little bit because of the other two reasons. When your quarterback isn't playing well and your running game isn't happening, how do you score? Well, Scott, a lot of people will say the running game is not playing well, partially because of Josh McDaniel's play calling. Yes. But 
look, I get I get what you're trying to say. And I, I've said it since the offseason. Jimmy Garoppolo needs a run game in order for him to be at his best. He doesn't have an, uh, an efficient run game right now. So Ray's offense is not only one-dimensional, but he's also turning the ball over. And that's, you know, that's a lot on the player. You can't blame Jimmy uh Josh McDaniel, excuse me, for a lot of you know, a lot of turnovers. It's Jimmy G to me not seeing the field or not seeing the defender who's lurking in the shadows of his wide receiver or his pass catcher. So a lot of it, the fault is on Jimmy. I had a bleach report live today, and I said if Aiden O'Connell plays well against the Chicago Bears, I would give him a legit shot to win the starting job based on the way Jimmy G is playing. His lack of production, his interceptions and turnovers, that's grounds for benching. I know what the Raiders are paying him right now, but if you're trying to win games, you got to go with the quarterback who's protecting the football. We'll see if Aiden O'Connell does that after his miscues in in the start against the Chargers. And I think that's the big thing. I know everybody wants to see the young guy play. They want to see Aiden O'Connell have a chance if Jimmy Garoppolo can't go. But you get to a different point there, right, which is at the end, which is if – you don't see improve like how much when he's healthy how much rope does josh mcdaniels give jimmy garoppolo because remember the money dedicated to this quarterback remember you blew off your other quarterback and he went to new orleans uh because you wanted jimmy garoppolo or seemingly you wanted to switch quarterbacks and your plan was jimmy garoppolo that's the question how much leeway is Jimmy Garoppolo going to get? Because I don't know. And again, we talked about it last show. Josh McDaniels is going to get up in his press conference and say, yeah, Jimmy G's not playing well. We're going to switch out uh, or talk about why he's not playing well openly. But clearly he has to know. He watches the film. If, if people like us can see it, he certainly can. At what point does it become Aiden O'Connell, I think, gives us, or at least we're going to try to see if he gives us a better chance. If Jimmy Garoppolo has another game where he throws multiple interceptions and it's clearly on him, because as you know, all interceptions are not equal, not all on the quarterback. But if he's clearly making mistakes where he's just not seeing the field and he costs the Raiders a game because of his turnovers, you got to sit him. I don't care how much money you're paying him. The bottom line, it's a bottom line business. You're trying to win football games, right? Diana Rossini had a report saying that Joshua Daniels' job could be in jeopardy if the Raiders don't start winning football games. So at the end of the day, you have to have the best quarterback out there who's going to protect the football and give you the best chance to win football games. And if it's not Jimmy G, regardless of how much you are paying him, start the kid, start the rookie. Yeah, and I, I was on the, the radio with the guys out in Sacramento, D'Lo and KC on ESPN Radio there, 1320, this week, and and they were asking about the quarterback situation. You know, would you start Hoyer or would you start Aiden O'Connell? And I said, well, I would start O'Connell. And the same reason you gave last show, which is if he's getting all the snaps all week, okay, that's different than coming in a game cold like Brian Hoyer had to do the other day, which with the Wiley veteran, you say, okay, cool. He's got a little more experience. He's older. He's calmer. That makes more sense. And I told those guys too, look, starting Aiden O'Connell doesn't have a lot of risk, Mo, to me, because you start him and you see what he does. If he has a lot of trouble, if he's just stinking up the joint, which could happen, I don't know, then you always have Brian Hoyer sitting right there. It's not like he's not going to be there, okay? Especially if Jimmy Garoppolo's out. If Jimmy Garoppolo's healthy and Aiden O'Connell starts over him, then you got the issue with the backup quarterback, which I would imagine Garoppolo would be the backup because he's making a ton of money. But I think that this is why, to me, it's not a hard decision if and if 
they get to that point. It's not a hard decision to me for what you just pointed out. You moved up in the fourth round for Aiden O'Connell. He could have a future in the NFL. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We already know where Brian Horry is. A lot of people say, well, Brian Horry did well. Listen, Brian Horry came in and held the fort down. The Raiders were up 13-3 when he came in the game. The Raiders did not score a touchdown while Brian Horry was leading the huddle. The Raiders get two field goals and had a safety. That was you know, what they had when Brian Horry came into the game. Eight points. So it's not like Brian Horry came in there and threw for 200 yards and threw for a couple of touchdowns. And I can say, okay, maybe there's a, you know, there's a case that Brian Horry maybe should start. Maybe he's more ready to win games right now. But it's not like Brian Brian Horry had a couple of nice throws. He did, but it's not like the Raiders' offense all of a sudden started clicking. Let's remember, Devontae Adams was frustrated after the game, and he talked about it on Wednesday. Basically, he says, and I'm paraphrasing for him. He holds himself to a high standard. He wants greatness. And for the Raiders offense to be, you know, score more than 20 points on a consistent basis, Devonta Adams is going to have to get the football. I don't know if you remember, Scott, but during that game against the Patriots, I believe it was Brian Hoyer and Devonta Adams had a conversation. I think, I don't know for sure, but I'm sure Devonta Adams is letting him know, like, look, if I have single coverage, give me a shot at the football. And that's that's all what it boils down to on offense. And, and Brian Hoyer probably won't be that guy going forward, but I'm sure he, Devontae Adams has also had that conversation with Aiden O'Connell. And I trust Aiden O'Connell to deliver the ball to Devontae Adams better than I do Brian Hoyer, simply because not only can Aiden O'Connell throw the short passes, he can stretch the field with his, with his strong arm. And I think that'll best utilize Devontae Adams for what he's there for. And I'm glad you brought up Devontae because – I think what he said Wednesday, he talked about he doesn't just want to win. He wants to be great. He wants greatness. And the read between the lines there for me, and again, I'm not putting words in his mouth, just just what I seem to think was that that's not just about him, right? That's not just he wants to be great. He wants to be on a great team. He wants to win a championship. Of course, he said that every player wants to win a championship. But I think him reiterating that I think he's really, really good and really smart about sending messages to his general manager. And it's like, and his coach, yes. But the idea there is, I want to be great. If you guys are going to dick around and have this guy who can't throw the ball anymore, uh, gets injured all the time, then what the hell am I doing here? Because, look, I've poo-pooed the idea of a trade because of the finances involved. But you know what? Stuff happens. And crazy things can happen. So I I get it. And 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 again, we talked about losing the locker room. And of course, we know that hasn't happened. But when Devontae Adams is talking a lot like this, he's not talking about the games. He's not talking about very much the opponent. He's talking about these kind of, what I want to say, nebulous subjects, or at least not nebulous, but, but focused subjects on things like greatness. And I want to do this. I want to do that in response to questions about not getting the ball more. And uh, I think you'd be a fool not to see through that. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Yeah, if you read it between the lines, I guess that's, you know, it's a viable takeaway from what he said on Wednesday. The, w- the way I look at it as he wants in and, and order for the Raiders, and I think Deshaun Reed phrases very well on his X account. In order for the Raiders offense to hit its peak, Devontae Adams has to be playing at a high level. If Devontae right. Adams is not touching the football, chances are the Raiders offense is not scoring a lot of points. That's just what it boils down to. If you look at any top wide receiver in the league outside of Devontae Adams, you look at Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson when he was healthy. When those guys get the football, the offense is flourishing. You have to get the football to your best playmaker. And clearly, the Raiders' best perimeter playmaker, best playmaker period, is Devontae Adams. No reason why he should have two, three quiet games in a row. So I think that's part of what he's saying. I I, I think he phrased it just right because he doesn't want to come off as being selfish. Like, I don't care about the wins. I just want the football. But he understands that for the Raiders offense to take it to the next level, he has to get the football. Yeah, he does. And not only that, we talked about the running earlier too. They got to be able to effectively run the ball. And uh, Nick Lombardi, the offensive coordinator at his press conference, talked about the red zone issues and um, said that, hey, we got to do a better job. We got to execute in every way. And to me, I'm reading between the lines there too, which is execute. Now, again, the offensive line had some big penalties against the Patriots, right? Which backed them up. They were goal-to-goal situations, and then suddenly you're at a first and 20 or or a third and 10 or whatever it is, or third and goal from the 20. And so so there you're seeing too, I think, some of this, which is, okay, yeah, offensive line's got to execute, but the quarterback still is not... Uh, where it needs to be. And I think it's a big deal. By the way, before we cut out for a break, Mo, here in this first segment, I want everybody to know too, I looked into this. Uh, the league red zone is, I don't know if you've been watching other games, which I know you do for the league. I've I've not seen such bad, bad red zone scoring. I mean, we talked about people were bringing up how bad the Raiders were and oh, see, they ran off Derek Carr. Well, Derek Carr's worse. He's actually two spots behind the Raiders with the Saints. So you look at that around the league, it's the lowest red zone percentage scoring a touchdown since 2011. So 12 years. Um, And I, and we'll have to delve into this another time. I think part of it is, I think once you get past the top 10 quarterbacks, there's a pretty big drop off when you look at quarterbacks there. That's part of the issue. Although Patrick Mahomes is struggling in the red zone for the Chiefs. They're scoring points, but they're just doing it on the longer field. So it's interesting. There is something else going on here. I mean, obviously we know some of the issues with the Raiders, but red zone across the league is facing trouble too. I talked about this last show. I think because we're entering a new era of quarterbacks, and this is not to diss the young guys, but as I said, the years of Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, those guys in their late 30s, early 40s, 
that era is now over. So now you get in a new crop of young quarterbacks coming up. They have to they have to develop. Takes some time. Takes some time. We're seeing guys like Jalen Hurts regress. Justin Herbert had trouble on Monday Night Football, right against the Cowboys. They're still young quarterbacks who are not as polished as guys like Breeze, Brady, Roethlisberger, Manning. You know that those guys that the guys are now retired. So I think we're entering an era where the quarterback hierarchy, the quarterback tiers, it's kind of like Patrick Mahomes. And I know you say he is also struggling in the red zone, but the Chiefs have limited weapons there, other than Travis Kelsey, like right. who is their secondary option. But if you look at these young quarterbacks and you look at the top 10 and people's top 10 rankings, like Jared Goff is in the top 10 of a lot of people's rankings now. Jared Goff was looked at as a top 20 quarterback not too long ago. So that tells you where the quarterbacking rankings and quality is right now. And I think, as I said, Maybe two, three years down the line, it gets better. But we're in a, we're kind of in a transition period when it comes to the quarterbacks in the league. I think so, and I uh, I have a piece that's out today on Sports Not about Raiders draft prospects at quarterback. I've got five in there, and this class coming out is good. And you go past even the first round. Now they're not they're not all guarantees, but there's some good kids. I think that next crop of really good quarterbacks with a lot of raw talent, and if they are coached correctly, get in the right situation. We might be on the cusp of starting another era of quarterbacks that are going to kind of take over the league again. So it's a, it's a good discussion. All right. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, uh, we are going to talk Chicago Bears football. Of course, the Raiders coming up playing the Bears in Chicago on Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. on the East Coast. Dan Bernstein. Uh, from 670, the score in Chicago is going to be our guest. He's going to talk about the Bears and whew, you guys in Raider Nation think you've had it bad. The Bears have had it bad this year, especially. So we'll get into that with them and with him and talk to him also about what it might take for the Raiders to win this game. You're with Mo and Scott. This is Silver and Black Today. Don't go anywhere. 